for those who some of you look quite new uh, so uh, I hope you all are familiar with the Diamond Sutra the, is, is this uh, uh, sutra on uh, the perfection of wisdom and the the main interculator, the main person who asks questions is uh, Venerable Shibuti. So we are up to this point here. So, in the Chanting, some of these terms, I don't know how familiar some of you are. Oh, this is the Four Foundations, the Satipatthana. This is the contemplation on no self. Yeah? And this is, as i written down here, the Five Aggregates. So to contemplate, to observe, yeah? in other words, the Five Aggregates. Yeah, the, the cessation part of the five aggregates. When we talk about the five aggregates, we tend to only look at when it uh, so-called exists. Yeah, Like now, form, okay, that's form. But we don't see the cessation of form. Um, a very easy way to look at it. Uh, from 4.30, when some of you arrive, up till now, that 430 form, does it still exist? Yeah, actually it doesn't exist anymore. The mindset, the thinking, yeah, at 430 no longer exists. Yeah. But we tend to grasp onto it as a as one whole. Like the 430 and the, the, the form now is the same thing. And this grasping creates a sense of permanence, a sense of what we call self. So this contemplation, to contemplate that the five aggregates have no self and to contemplate how the five aggregates momentary, momentary, moment to moment, yeah, seizing, seizing, seizing. So in other words, not, nothing permanent about it. So, there's no self and no possession of self. Yeah, in many of the sutra you see oh. so it's actually two parts and these two parts is actually a, a, what do you call that in the Pali canon you see it as three parts mine, me or myself yeah. oh, in, the, in the Pali canon you see mine me or myself depending on translation yeah, and I may get the mind and me order reverse huh? so mind and myself both are actually about what the self possess huh? me is the, the self itself yeah, so in the Chinese text the three is condensed into two huh? wo, wo shu, huh? where there's we att- we are we identify with something as as who we are, and everything else is in relation to that self, yeah, belonging to that self, related to that self. Uh, uh. So, 
Yeah, so who attains Sotapanna? So the earlier uh, verses talk about how from the first fruit all the way to the fourth fruit, from the first stage, Buddhisattva path, all the way to the tenth stage, all this, actually, there's no, there's no inherent, uh, permanent state that you truly uh, attain. Yeah. Ooh, so they're the same. Yeah. So there's no grasping onto and so on. So here, going into a bit more detail. So, So when we say, Someone we cultivate practice and one day we enter the stream. Yeah. So who attain this state? Yeah. Who attain this state? The Shito ones are So to attain Sotapanna, such a thing cannot have, cannot be achieved. And now on the surface when we read the ah. We learn so much, you know, we, we spend so much time learn Dharma, and go and practice, yeah, give up so much things. Then, huh, you tell me, Pukada? Mm. Uh, this is something that will cause a bit of scratch head. So, so let me just be more precise, huh, because, so this arrow is related to the World War Shua, not the not this verse. Yeah. So, Venerable Shibuti replied, Mm. So this is related to the earlier question. This question this answer is related to that question. Yeah. Can the Sotapana have this thought? I attain Sotapana. Cannot. Uh, so his reply, No, not possible. Yeah, not possible. Like when you win 4D. Can you have a thought when you win 4D? La? Not that before you win 4D. When you really win 4D, then can you have a thought, I win 4D? Okay. Of course, la, you, you're happy, happy like a bird. La. <laughs> yeah, 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 I win 4D. Yeah? Uh, when, you, when you achieve this, achieve that, we have this thought, I achieve this, I achieve that. Uh, this is the worldly thinking. Uh, we are grasping onto the thing as though it's something tangible that exists somewhere out there and then we achieve. Yeah. And then there's an I that achieve it. Yeah. When we say there's an I achieving it, is that it is this, there's a there's a permanent entity and essence that actually achieve it. Yeah. In Buddhism we don't say that there's no five aggregates. Huh? Yeah. There is five aggregates. But even these five aggregates are temporal, dependent on condition, transient, yeah. Fleeting, yeah, ever changing. So let's take a look. Shi Puti Hui Da Shuo Bu Shi De. So Bu Ye Shi Jun. Shi Puti Yan. So Zai Chan Ding Xiu Wu Wo Guan. So he won't think like that. So in in the jhana, yeah, uh, he this he refers to uh, Venerable uh, Shi Puti. Yeah. So. Uh, in the jhana, he do this uh, uh, contemplation or observation of no self. He observe physical form, moment to moment changing, physical form, yeah, due to conditions arising, yeah, and conditions change, then the outcome change. So, nothing permanent about it, yeah, nothing that is unchanging about it. Then observe sensation, observe feelings, yeah, due to conditions they arise, then 
not substantial inherent by itself yeah and moment to moment as conditions change the feelings sensations also change yeah similarly for perception mental formations and consciousness so in this way he observed that truly there's nothing within our existence itself that is of the nature that is permanent yeah, fixed unchanging you cannot find such a thing no. so <clears throat> Uh, so, so and that's why he will not have this kind of thinking. I attain sotapana. So he uh, observe, contemplate the emptiness of the self. Yeah. So if the self is not attainable, yeah, then what about it? So then that is the Perfection of wisdom. That is, that is uh, wisdom. 但这和阿含经的西德环有点不同。A bit different from the, the Sotapanna that is described, uh, that you find in the Agamas. Agamas, this Ahanjing. Ahanjing is actually Agamas. Agama. So this is the equivalent of Nikaya. Uh, close a uh, close equivalence. So then there's a question. How is this so? How is this so? So many people attain Sotapana. Then you say that those who attain Sotapana cannot have this talk. I attain Sotapana. Mm. How is this so? How is so? For what reason does he not have this thought? Yeah, I attain Sotapana. Sotapana means Wei Ru Liu. So Sotapana means stream enterer. Yeah, stream enterer. Sotapana means stream enterer. Sotapana means stream enterer. Sotapana means so, you know what we say? Stream enter, stream enter. What stream? Yeah? Not Kalang River stream. Uh. <laughs> this stream is referring to what? Referring to the noble full path. So, uh, when we talk about noble full path, we think in terms of our cultivation. Yeah? We must do this, we must do that. So, the, in the teachings it says, so the Noble Eightfold Path, there are two aspects to it. One is what we cultivate and one is the result. Yeah. So, once, at our stage, uh, most, most people, we haven't actually really cultivated. We are just trying, 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 trying. Uh, Sotapanna, once you reach Sotapanna, you really practice the Noble Eightfold Path. You truly practice the Noble Eightfold Path, because before that, we still, we our view is still not, not not quite there yet. We still have wrong views. Uh, we still have wrong views. Our um, our practice of the Noble Eightfold Path is is just our attempt, uh, just an attempt. So whereas for for the Sotapanna and above, uh, they have reach the 
the minimum. Yeah, we, as we know, the sotapanna minimum remove the wrong view of a self. Yeah, sakara diti remove. Huh. So that is a very fundamental one. Remove that wrong view, and then uh, the doubt as a result in Buddha Dharma Sangha and the precepts is removed. The wrong attachment to rites and rituals, yeah, that means when we say rites and ritual, we tend to think or oh, use a bell, whatever, then that's rites and ritual. Rites and rituals include practices that don't contribute to the path. Yeah. There are a lot of practices that don't directly uh, contribute to the path. Yeah. So once a person reaches Sotapanna, the person would know, ah, this is irrelevant, this is optional, that is must. Yeah. How so? Because he reflect for me to arrive at this stage, this was required. For this to happen, that that helped. And for that, yeah. So even in terms of looking at the cult, his own cultivation, he's using the uh what I call it? conditionality yeah and so in this way he knows exactly what practices contributed to him seeing the path entering into the street yeah and so he's very clear these are the practices that help the rest uh, some of them optional <laughs> also uh, <clears throat> so once a person has reached this stage here you observe is no self. How so? Because the the most minimum one remove the wrong view of a self already. Yeah. Sotapanna and above all don't have the wrong view. Yeah. Distinction between wrong view versus pride or conceit, uh, which is removed at the stage of arahant. Yeah. Wrong view is where there is still um, thinking involved. Yeah. The thinking or the the we can say discrimination. Yeah. In the Yugashara school we say this is the Fen Yeah. So that means you discriminate and through that discrimination identify with this as self. Identify with that as self. You have this thinking, this is me. Yeah. Uh, but there's a small uh, there's a more subtle uh, grasping grasping on as self and that's a distinction so in class I often give this example like uh, let's say uh, maybe out in a shopping centre or something sun, suddenly someone shout at you yeah? so the, the first initial moment when you hear that the shout yeah, there's a fright maybe yeah? uh, then subsequently when you turn around and then you may look at the person and you may start to think, hey, who are you to shout at me? Uh, and for some people, you may start to think, uh, I am so and so. Yeah. Or even without that, yeah, the, the one that comes after that, the thinking, who are you to shout at me? Uh, this is more to do with the wrong view of yourself, that this identification already. The initial, you hear a shout, then there's that. Uh, that is more to do with the very innate grasping to this existence as me. Yeah, I can we can distinguish in this way. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, actually, this is not the exact example. The example I usually give is you walk across the street and then someone horn at you. Yeah. The initial horn you hear, uh, that's the, the, the innate one. Yeah. Then after you look at a person and then you have all kinds of discrimination. Uh, you know who I am or not? You know, there was this, this uh, media corp actress. <laughs> Uh, she really teach, give Dhamma talk very well. <laughs> yeah, maybe not by choice. Uh. Uh, you remember? Yeah. Normally we may think, who would say such a thing? But actually, when it happened to us, we may not say it. She happened to say it. But sometimes we actually have this thinking, you know, hawker talk like that to me, or oh, you are just a, a waiter, or, you know, yeah, very subtly. And it's very quick, no? Very quick. So, many times, it may not even surface, as in through speech, like her. Uh, but it doesn't mean it's not happening. No? Uh, so that's that difference. Right? But do you not understand? Conceit is not fear. The fear is the reaction due to the conceit. Hmm? Why? No, it so happened that yeah, fear does arise from conceit. Without conceit, no more fear. That's why enlightenment is fearless, man. <laughs> because they're not attached to anything. That's why they have no fear. But fear is just one example here. It can be. Uh, it can be other example, uh, uh, Like, uh, the, you know, sometimes I give the example of someone tapping you, but that's also somewhat related to fear. Yeah, but don't don't get fixated with fear because it's just an example. Yeah. Do you, do you see the, the relation between the fear and the conceit? Definition of conceit? What, what do I mean by it? Is that a definition? Yeah, but it's not the it's not a, it's not the same as the wrong view. It's of grasping onto something as me. Are you talking about? Are you referring to English dictionary or? That's what I'm saying. That the conceit is less a concept. It's just that intuitive grasping it's not a concept anymore Con- concept is, is is still discrimination uh, which sutta do you have that negates that then where do you get the idea that it's the same yeah, that's, that's why I give the that example uh, but you get fixated with fear 
Do, do you understand the example? Yeah, it's the result of the conceit. Yeah. It itself is not conceit, but it's the result. Anybody else? There are different degrees of the attachment uh, as me. Both are actually attachment to things as me. But one is more about the the view that this is me. The other one is just this is me. It's not a, a it's not a view. It's not a concept at all. Yeah, and that's why I use the example of you know like people horn at you or people shout at you, because at that level. You, you still don't have time to go and think about it. Yeah. It just so happened that the examples uh, illustrate the response in terms of fear. Uh, yeah. That's why this part is the last to be removed. Uh, sorry? That's why this concept is the last to be removed. Yes, because it's very, it's very innate. Uh, So, uh, so those who are enlightened, yeah, is able to observe, yeah, that actually no self. So, so if there's no permanent self, then how to say I attain sotapanna? Kavyana. So you'll find that. In the Buddha's speech, uh, the Buddha—I don't recall once where there's a speech where the Buddha said "I what." The Buddha almost always referred to himself in a third-person reference, yeah, the Tathagata like that, like that. And it's not a translation matter because the original text, the the, the te and whatever don't come in, yeah. But he does refer to others in terms of their name, yeah, uh, or refer to others as you and so on. So, uh, one thing to note about this: a person may repeat exactly the same thing. That means don't use I, I, I what, I what, ah. but doesn't mean no more attachment, ah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I notice that some masters, uh, they don't refer to themselves as words and Yeah, they oftentimes refer to themselves in a third party. And this reminds me of, I don't know whether you all know or recall, the Ah Sing Ji Chang. You know, the very long time ago. Don't reveal your age. Ah, don't reveal your age. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I recall that in that series, right, they, their dialogue, they seldom use Wo Zimiang. Yeah, so Ah Sing always referred to him, herself, Ah Sing Zimiang, Ah Sing Zimiang. And I thought it was very interesting. By that point in time, I haven't linked it to the no self thing. Yeah, but I don't know whether 
the Japanese somehow it became part of the culture. Yeah, it could well be like that. Yeah, where it's integrated into their language, you know. Um, but then it's more cultural. Doesn't mean that all Japanese are enlightened. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Wu Shuru. Yeah. So, Sotapana means stream enterer. But actually, there's nothing to enter. Yeah. There's no so-called I, the permanent essence, yeah, to begin with. So then, what is that to speak of, of entering the stream? Yeah. So conventionally named stream enterer. So, so even the, the this noble eightfold path is what is dependent on condition. So it's not inherent also. Yeah, even the path itself is not inherent. Yeah, but maybe difficult for us to grasp uh, to understand. Because if the path is not inherent, what does it mean? Because we tend to think, like in terms of our possessions, yeah, the things we are attached to, we don't go and think, oh, because of because it's impermanent, because it's dependent on conditions, so one day it will cease. Yeah. Although when we sit down in Dharma class, yes, we think in that way. But outside, we don't think in that way. Yeah. But the moment we think about Dharma, oh, immediately we think in that way. Oh, if the noble evil path is dependent on conditions then it will cease then then impermanent then one day the can the enlightened one become unenlightened <laughs> maybe you all haven't thought of this question uh, I, I, I asked the question for you so Sendao is also a yuan so for example the four foundations guan shen bu jing guan shou shi ku guan xing wu chang guan fa wu yeah, these four foundations. So, this, this, ah, this,啊，这也是佛假名安立的法。嗯，都是缘起自性空。Yeah, uh, over here there's a I'm not correcting my teacher. I'm just highlighting to you that, uh, normally he will say 缘起有自性空。所以也没有所入的境界可得 So by now you should be clear that when we say 没有所入的境界可得 the 可得 means that there's nothing substantial that you can actually get Yeah, doesn't mean that there's no such a thing it just means that it is transient Yeah, it's a temporal it is a dependent arising phenomenon so, um, so even in even this teaching, according to my teacher here, yeah, it is actually established by the Buddha. How so? Well, before the Buddha teach, nobody knew about it, ma, so it doesn't exist. So the Buddha expressed it using words, yeah, using phrases, sentences, and so on, yeah, to teach. Yeah, so when there are conditions, then this path exists. Then when we hear, hearing as a condition, then we know. Then plus effort, plus faith, then we practice. And all this as a condition, then 
eventually there's results. Uh, so even this path itself is dependent on conditions and empty in nature. So far so good? Can the enlightened be unenlightened? So, in my understanding, no. And the reason is because the enlightened state is actually not a fabricated thing. It is the negation of the unenlightened state. So, in the Hatha Sutra, I've gone through this quite a few times about how. We tend to think that there are two states, enlightened and unenlightened. But actually, there's only one thing that the Buddha has been talking about, and it is the unenlightened state. Unenlightened state related to defilements, related to suffering. Apart from this, there's no enlightened state to talk about. There's no wisdom to talk about. There's no purity to talk about. There's no end of suffering to talk about. Yeah, when you say nirvana, yeah, the 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 your question is basically, can we unnirvana ourselves? Yeah, then nirvana, then one day suffering again. Ah, ah, this is the question, isn't it? So that would be true if nirvana is fabricated. Yeah, is created. Because when it's fabricated, created, then that can break up. But nirvana is not something separate. Actually, it is the absence of suffering. Yeah. So as long as there's no condition for suffering to arise, then suffering cannot arise. It is the removal of conditions, not the coming of conditions. So once conditions are removed, no more conditions. There's no reason why it should arise again. In so far as I know, in case if let's say you practice real hard, then how many kapa later you attain, then the next day, boom, back to square one. You're like, hey, sifu, I thought you say, well, I thought so. But I, to be fair, I ever thought of this question many years ago. I have this very crazy pet theory. Uh, we're recording. Uh. <laughs> I'm not afraid to be recorded. The trouble is, recording is not two ways. So when people hear it, they may have questions they cannot ask me. And then, and because eventually one day I'll die, ma. But the recording scarly, you know, you know, passed down until I die. Yeah. Then later they cannot collect clarify. But I have a very crazy. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy one. Uh. This is crazy. Ah, uh. don't, don't, don't believe. Ah, uh. take it with one, one mark of salt. Okay. Are you ready? I hesitate. Uh. because usually the dharma uh, people cannot remember. Then the wrong one uh, or the speculative one, ah, uh, people remember for life. Uh. And then we'll tell future generation. Last time. You know my sifu. You know what he tell us. Oh, I tell you, this one never heard of one. <laughs> you all really want to hear? Yes. 
y'all should listen to the Buddha's teaching. <laughs> okay, but anyway, this one, 讲讲就算了, So, uh, what's going on? Not the browser, please. Okay. So wow. never seen you all so attentive before. <laughs> okay, unenlightened beings. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go into the detail of what about the uh, sotapanna and so on and so forth. I just go from unenlightened to arahant to Buddha. Okay, so we have arahant and Buddha. So far, so good. I managed to. Oh, sorry. Huh? I managed to fulfill the requirements to be a doctor, <laughs> but just the handwriting part. <laughs> okay. So, with respect, so unenlightened beings, with respect to Buddha, is unenlightened. Yes. So I'm going to simplify. Uh. So unenlightened. With respect to Arhan, right. uh, no, unenlightened with respect to Arhan. Unenlightened being with respect to unenlightened beings. No unenlightenment to talk about. No wisdom, no. Un- no. <laughs> Correct, isn't it? Panjing pa lang Yeah? So. Uh, we say, uh, let's just put a dash first. Uh. Then, Arahan, with respect to Buddha. Eh? So, there's a part which is equal, there's a part which is unequal. So, this is this is not just Mahana, but in the Pali Canon, the Buddha also say there are certain qualities that the Buddha have, Arahan don't have. Right? So, as far as those qualities are concerned, those arahant yeah, don't have. So they are considered ignorant as far as those qualities are concerned. Don't, don't just agree. Huh? You can don't agree, but you better have a good reason. Cannot just, I don't feel. Uh, can, you cannot, but then feeling cannot be discussed. <laughs> Agreed? Uh, so just go along with it first. Huh? Anyway, this one not so important. Uh, later, wipe out, okay? So, one part uh, is equal because Buddha also Arahan. But another part is the Arahan with respect to Buddha is, we can say, unenlightened or no, no wisdom. Lah, okay? Arahan to Arahan, same, same. Arahan to unenlightened, oh, enlightened. Yes? Then Buddha to Buddha, 
the pink, the blue, ma. Ah, so same, same. We don't say one Buddha is wiser than the next Buddha, ma. So as far as Buddha and Buddha is concerned, no wisdom to talk about. Right? Yeah, equal, ma. So Buddha, we have respect to Arahant. Enlightened, yeah, because there's a difference, ma. So there's a difference here. Then of course there's the part that is unequal. Okay, so or you can you can write it the other way around. So this is corresponding. Oh, Buddha to Arahant, there's some part that is more enlightened. That means enlightened means have more wisdom. Okay, then Buddha to unenlightened being, of course, is enlightened. Yes. So we move from unenlightened, and we try to move upright to become enlightened, right? So with respect to unenlightened beings, we become enlightened, and in some ways more more enlightened. With respect to arahant, we go from oh no sorry, with, with respect to unenlightened beings, fellow samsaric beings. We are punching balam. Then we move to become enlightened and become even more enlightened. Then, with respect to arahant, we are unenlightened. Then to become equal, and if we become a Buddha, then we are, in some ways, more enlightened. With respect to a Buddha, we go from unenlightened to somewhat equal in some ways, and yet still unenlightened in some ways, until we attain Buddhahood. Then we are equal. So far, so good. Ah. So, in this sense, let's take Buddhahood as the max. Ah, at this point, then, no more wisdom. Answer your question. Yes. Yeah, let's follow up with the question. Ah. Um, I, I think. Wait, I wait, but. Uh, does this answer his question with respect to you? Not so much. <laughs> Not so much, uh. Yeah, my question actually, uh. maybe you related to this, like, uh. when, when I agree that you say enlightened uh, being cannot be enlightened, but uh. then why do we say that there's uh, Buddha's past, present, and future? So what exactly does it mean? Past Buddha, past, present, and future. future and present Buddha. Yeah. So that's simply referring to all the Buddhas who attained Buddhahood in the past, all the Buddhas who will attain Buddhahood in the future, and those Buddhas who have attained Buddhahood in the present. That's all it means. Yeah, the San Shi Zhu Fu, right? Ah. Uh, the the uh, Indian, in a way, uh, they like to be very explicit. So, for example, if we say, uh, all Singaporeans. Uh, it can be referred to as Singaporeans currently, and usually when we say all Singaporeans, it's always to the present, right? Yeah, and legally it includes the future, but never the past, right? Legally, when we say all, it's always present to the future. Yeah, all all clauses when you put into when it's uh, what do you call it when it's ratified, it's always present to the future. In some special cases, when it's backdated, then they will have to explicitly say, including those born after this age or something. Okay? Uh, so, from my understanding, 
Uh, when they say Sanskrit for is to make it absolutely clear. All Buddhas, not just the present, but even those from beginningless time and dating all the way to immeasurable future. So for example, in Sing Ting, Sanskrit is explicitly saying there's no exception. Uh, simply that. So in the Lotus Sutra, it states that Buddhas are still teaching. Yeah. Uh, for some people, when they hear that, then they will end up thinking that, oh, so actually this is a, a loophole. Once you reach Buddhahood, then you have eternal life. You don't have to die anymore. <coughs> In the Buddha's time, people did ask the Buddha what happened after he attained, uh, he entered into cessation. Uh, in many cases, the Buddha don't answer. Uh, but in the Lotus Sutra, in Mahana Sutra, the Buddha just well, elaborate. Uh, <laughs> give a lot of elaboration. So part of the contention between uh, Mahayana teaching and Shravaka teaching is this. Then the, over here, Buddha don't, ex, don't elaborate, say that these are irrelevant question, you know, fruitless question. Hey, over, over here, suddenly give so much elaboration. Yeah, so for some of the schools, there's this point of contention. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, I always like to get people to look at the relevance. Yeah. Uh, so for example, if currently we are stressed over something, then we should quickly look at the cause of that stress. Uh, uh, doesn't mean that we cannot think about this, uh, but... Uh, so... <laughs> Based on this chart, can I say that once uh, unenlightened being reach Buddhahood, then in Buddha's perspective, that that unenlightened one that just reached Buddhahood has not been enlightened. Has what? Has not been enlightened because they are of the same cause. Okay, uh, that one you must you must ask Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, based on this chart. So depend on depend on whether the Buddha is that particular Buddha you are talking about is replying in the conventional sense or ultimate reality sense. Because ultimate reality no no sentient being. Yeah. As in no inherent sentient being. So then you cannot say there's a sentient being who attained Buddhahood. And that's why in the earlier part, uh, so that's the ultimate reality and then the conventional reality. If you speak in terms of ultimate reality, then a lot of the statements are irrelevant. Actually, this is not the full crazy idea yet. <laughs> yeah. I didn't expect you all to, to accept this. 
So since you all can accept this, then my speculative is if by extension, why should it be limited to this level? You know, from unenlightened to arahant to Buddha, is it not possible then that there's some other further thing that the Buddha is not aware of? Uh, that's why I say this but is very crazy or not. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 but that's an important part. Huh? But just as for unenlightened beings, currently we are suffering. Yeah. Suffering, suffering, suffering. Suffering here. Suffering, suffering. Yeah. So um, as long as our suffering is not removed, whatever is at the higher level is irrelevant to us. Yeah. So but just speculatively, uh, what if really when you attain Buddhahood, then you ta-da, then you see, wow, actually so many Buddhas around. Then all the Buddhas say, come, 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 welcome, welcome. Then after that, then the Buddha tells you, well, uh, then you ask, hey, uh, wow, we're all fellow Buddha. Wow, last time, long time ago, uh, I heard from this uh, one of the Sufu, well, I don't know how many kapa away, uh, but he said that there's this idea, you know, that actually beyond us there's yeah there's actually a higher level state let's say okay let's say when you ask that then they're like ah about that <laughs> let's say let's say okay to me at least we have removed the suffering that is below you know because it's, it's the same as saying it's the same as saying if you now have cancer, are you going to ask, but if I, once I recover from, from cancer, will I ever be fired from my job? Well, hard to say, you know, maybe, but, but this is not a fair example, okay? Don't, don't pick on it. Lah. Because we know that people can get fired, may not get fired. But are you going to then say, well, if you cannot assure me that I will never be fired, I don't want to cure myself of cancer. Or, or that if my husband or wife don't love me or if I cannot find a, a suitable partner then I don't want to be cured of cancer I mean you can, that's your choice yeah, but it's irrelevant to the cancer problem you know uh, so despite me and, and this is strictly my own yeah, this, there's no basis beyond the this chart still have basis but beyond this chart, the one that I mentioned, that I never draw, uh, that one has no basis. One. It's my, you know, you want to talk about speculation, that this is... <laughs> yeah. But, you see, the difference is, I, I keep it in check. Yeah. And I would still look at it and say, despite that, the immediate problem is my suffering. I have to solve that first. Uh, that even if at the point in time when I reach Buddhahood then the Buddha, the, all the Buddha say welcome and attend guess what attend SGC attend SGC attend SGC yeah okay can I answer that okay so forget about that so back to this so so even the practice itself is uh, established by the Buddha yeah um, but I want to highlight here this 
rendition of the Satipatthana. This is what we call Bie Guan. So Piyekwan meaning that's specific to the four foundations. The four foundations, strictly speaking, is actually Sen, So, Sing, Fa. Uh, the body, feelings, or sensation, mind, and mental objects. Sen, So, Sing, Fa. Strictly speaking, the last one, we often say mental objects, but actually it's actually all phenomena. And the link is, all phenomena, when we say all phenomena, it's Sifu, I thought you say all phenomena, but then in the Sutta it seems to be talking about the mentals, you know, the mental objects. The link is, all phenomena exist or is, uh, is relevant to us only as mental objects. Like you eat, like you see a person, uh, you see Choping, there is the physical body of Choping out there. But what you experience is your mental object of him. Even when, you, when he slap you or you slap him, it's just the mental fabrication in your mind. Apart from that, you cannot experience the physical object directly. Everything in this world, yeah, which then, if you, by extension, all phenomena exist in your world only when it exists as a mental object in your mind. Yeah. And so this number four yeah, is sometimes, oftentimes also, we use mental objects. But it's not just what you think inside. It encompasses all phenomena. All phenomena. Uh, now, these four foundations, why is this contemplation called Pie Guan? It is that um, according to each of these foundations, there is specific contemplation to be done. Yeah. Unique to this. So for Sen, the, the part that is unique is Guan Sen Puzing. Then So, Guan So Siku. The rest don't have So. Yeah. Then Guan Sing, Guan Sing Wu Chang. But it doesn't mean that the rest cannot Guan Sing. Uh. Yeah. But specific to this, the Buddha's uh, highlight, go and contemplate on how it's impermanent. <coughs> There's one sutta where the Buddha said, between two persons, if one person grasps onto the body as self and another person grasps onto the mind as self, the person who grasps onto the mind as self is, is more foolish. Yeah. Why? Because in terms of the two, the mind is even more fleeting. Yeah. Very swiftly, like, a, like the arrow is gone. Yeah. Like the lightning bolt as well. A lot of description. Yeah. So, but yet, we grasp on to our mind, the mental faculty, so strongly. Yeah? So, so this fa is not just the mental objects, but all phenomena. Yeah? To go and contemplate on how all phenomena is without self. Yeah? And without self is actually also another word for empty in nature. Uh, then, there is zhong guan. This is bie guan. Uh, that's zhong guan. Zhong guan means all four categories 
have a common contemplation method. Yeah, common one. Yeah, uh, it can be Wu Chang Ku Kong Wu. Ku Kong Wu. You can contemplate on how all of them are Wu Chang Ku Kong Wu. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so this is this. Oh, very good. Yeah. Then, Xu Tou Huan, Ming Wei Ru Liu, Wu Suo Ru. So, Buru, Wu Suo Ru. Eh, 但是还有入哦啊，有没有入？凡夫有入。不入色香味触法。Yeah. 前面呃无所入是指清净的境界。So, the enlightened stage. With purity, with purity, then Wu Shuo Ru. That this Ru means grasping. Yeah. So, uh, that is the purified state. Then here, Se Xiang Se Shen Xiang Wei Chu Fa, is actually, huh? Yeah, as you probably know, the six sense basis, uh, the counterpart object, yeah, six sense object, uh, Se Shen Xiang Wei Chu Fa, yeah, is Ran Wu the Jingjie. So here, when we say "色身相位触法是软卧的境界、um, it's referring to how when we come in contact with them, our tendency is it gives rise to defilements. This is "颠倒迷惑造生死业 It leads to bewilderment of our mind, yeah, distortion of our mind, yeah,、uh, and leads to those karma that. Uh, leads to rebirth. So, sensible, gospel的地方。现在，虚陀洹观察色身色身相位触法，也是缘起性自性空，啊，是即灭相，所以不会以分别心入到六尘里。哦，the this part is the the interesting part. Once you attain enlightenment, then that duality of samsara and nibbana don't exist anymore. Yeah. 就是无分别的境界，就是无为法，所以须陀洹。是学习无为法而成就的。Yeah, so this is the unconditioned state, not the conditioned state. Conditioned state can be torn down. Unconditioned state, no, no coming together, no ceasing. So Sutapana,、uh, learn this unconditioned dharma、yeah, to enter into this unconditioned state. But so called enter, but no entering. Oh, okay. We are going quite fast, ah.、Uh. Mm. <laughs> yes. Last question. Ah, Sutta Pana dwell in the fourth pure abode, or do they dwell? Ah, no. Sutta Pana, ah, only the Anagami, ah, third stage. Sutta Pana still dwell in the fourth realms. Ah, Sutta Pana. Get reborn either in the 
sensual desire uh, happen or in the human realm? Uh. Yes. Can I ask about last week we talked about Buddha. Yes. So when we say Pachika Buddha, basically the very last life when you attain enlightenment, there must not be any more Dharma. Also, oh, it's based on the last life. Mm. So in yeah. the past life, you Dharma. Definitely would have heard Dharma before. So uh, her question about Pachika Buddha. Pashika Buddha is someone who is able to attain Buddhahood by themselves, Yuan Jue or Du Jue, without a teacher, just like a Sama Sambuddha. The difference is the Pashika Buddha don't further uh, give teaching in a, in a how do you call that? Uh, don't start the uh, Buddha Sasana. Yeah. So that, that doesn't officially declare as uh, the Buddha doesn't officially start giving teaching, turning the four noble truth, uh, wheel of uh, truth, doesn't establish uh, all this, uh, but is able to attain enlightenment just like the Buddha on his own. So the key criteria is there must be no more Buddha Dhamma, just like a Samasam Buddha. So you all learn Dhamma now. Then hey, hey say, say, didn't manage to attain enlightenment. Uh, wow, there's still Buddha Dharma. That means you somehow don't know what happened la. <laughs> But uh, in the teachings, it says that to be able to do that is not don't know what happened one <laughs> Yeah, you have to make the vow, and you must uh, plant very strong seeds also. So it's not that you hey hey say say that you cannot. Because if you are just of the moderate faculty, right, and you miss the, that means you miss the, this Buddha Sasana, in between, you will just float around. Yeah, not 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 as goes, but you know, you practice, <laughs> continue to practice. Yeah, uh, unless in between you manage to practice and improve until you can attain Pashika Buddha. Otherwise, you will practice until the next Buddha arrives. Uh, and that's why in some suttas we talk about how. Uh, those who have not attained enlightenment but have already learned about the Dharma they plant the seeds for future enlightenment and it's referring to future Buddha uh, but if your if your cultivation is not good enough Maitreya Buddha come you again listen to Dharma talk and then you know chit chat and then listen to Dharma talk fall asleep and then ask irrelevant question and then then they again miss then wait until next 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 don't know how many Buddha later then finally you decide one one finder you decide okay I shall focus and really practice and really apply the Dharma uh, then okay we plant the strong seeds okay can Yen